Save this for our mic test because I wanted your genuine reaction. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah. Molly and I uh, broke up. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought you were going to say got engaged. <laughs> oh, we can't throw that off the map. Hey, Yax. Welcome. Yeah, sorry for the depressing mic test. Uh, it's your boy, Oscar. Ian. Yep. Uh, just, uh, yeah, so that was my week. <laughs> that was, took all week? Yeah, like, you know, processing and crying and... Sure. Yeah. So anyway, um, we have a fun episode for you all tonight. Ian, would you like to, like to give them a hint as to what our episode's about? It's a half about Star Wars. Woohoo! and then we have a surprise for you all. Ooh. It's philosophy. Ooh. Ian literally texted me at work, and I was like, I'm fucking about this. Let's do it. That was the text. He read it just now. That's that's true. My phone's actually... Yep. Okay. So we are going to go over the um, trailer for... Clone Wars Season 7. Oh, Ian. I cried. I was in the middle of Starbucks when it came out, uh, and I watched it with Johnny. And literally just tears. Nice. And everyone was just staring at me. I saw it on YouTube and didn't watch it. And then a friend of mine sent it to me and said, hey, have you seen this? And I didn't watch it. And I said, oh, yeah, I saw that it was out, but I haven't watched it yet. And then you said, have you seen the new trailer yet? And I said, I saw that it was out, but I haven't watched it yet. And I didn't watch it. And then about an hour ago, I did watch it. See, all good things. <laughs> all good things. Yeah, it is good. I'm going to have to watch all of the Clone Wars again, except for five episodes that I'm going to skip. I'm currently in, uh, because I knew it was coming up, because of last year's trailer, which we'll cover a little bit today. Uh, I started watching it, and I'm in season three, almost season four. I think that's when it starts to pick up and get good. Oh, yeah, that's that's when that shit bangs. That's when it starts bang-a-ranging. Um, but, yeah, we're going to talk about that today. And then we will discuss future plans we have for the show, maybe on air, off air. We don't know yet. We're, we're playing it by ear this week. Oscar didn't have a lot of time to prepare. He apologizes in advance. I had plenty. However, I did not. You can tell we're professional, guys. Look how professional we are. You know what? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that, we're just leaving it there? Yep. Fill in the blank listeners and then tell me what you thought that's right on itunes or wherever you know we don't care at this point we just want to hear your voices we see your views and shout out canada more views from canada what is it with you in canada i i love our friendly canadian yaks okay they have a special place in my heart and i want them to send me maple syrup so i think if i sing their praises enough i'll get maple syrup do you have notes on your arm I do. I didn't have paper at work today, and I have a bunch of room numbers and weights written down because my nurse needed weights. Yeah, that was my day. I need to go home and shower. I smell disgusting. It's funny you should mention showers. I have showered like five times in the past two days. Any particular reason why are we just feeling... How graphic do you want me to get? Can we keep it... You know what? Fuck it. Let's go R. All right. Well, (laughs) the first time... My regular nightly shower. And then the next day, I took another one so I could shave my head. Okay. And then I took another one to clean off the sex. 
And then you uh, had the sex. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody clap for Ian. Well, you had the sex. Hold on. I think I may have miscounted. Uh, it was four times because uh -oh. I took another one after I got home from my friend's house today because they smoke in their house. Ah, nice, nice. Well, congratulations on the sex. Thanks. And that's awesome. And your head does look rather smooth. So, yep, that was Ian's head. <laughs> we just lost, like, all our listeners. This is just us talking at this point. All right. So let's get into the trailer. Um, bop, 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 bop. So it starts out. Which one do we want to do first? Old one or new one? Uh, old one. Okay, so the old one, I like the perspective it took of Ahsoka's side. Like, yes, that we, was helpful. Right. Refreshing. Because it's like, huh. Because the other one focuses from another person's point of view. And um, that you, it's also quite helpful. But when I rewatched those two just like 15 minutes ago, it kind of felt like they don't have a direction for where it's going. Cause it, cause, well, they have to have a direction for where it's going. Well, I mean, think about it, though. Maul was already confronted by Sidious. Yes. And uh, Yoda has talked to the Wills. Yep. So, like, I just, I think Clone Wars itself, the ending with the Wills was good. I just don't see how they're going to fuse those two bridges. Like, Ahsoka walking away, you can easily put that in. Yeah, and, and, they have to backtrack a little for that. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I guess I'm just overanalyzing, but we see Tarantula, bitch. Yeah, that guy I did uh, not care for. Yeah, he's such an asshole. And now he has a laser arm. Yeah, that was cool. Well, I think that he got his arm cut off earlier when he, he showed up, didn't he? He shows up in, like, season two or four. I know that's a Early. big gap. Yeah, but yeah. And then in Ahsoka's trailer, he's, like, on a command ship. So evidently he didn't die, even I though we are led. We are led to believe that he did. He's like the the droid commander's like greatest general. They're, they're all the greatest generals. Um, but yeah, he's cool. I like the perspective of the clones, too. Yeah, I do like the philosophical views they start bringing up. Like how they're actually conflicted. Yeah, yeah. And he's seen so many of his friends die and shit, and you're just like... Can clones have friends? I don't know. They're all the same. Ooh. Are they the same? Ooh. Are we getting into our philosophical section now? No, but Damn. this is an interesting topic, too. It is. Um, we should flesh this one out. We should. Um, now I have three ideas for future episodes. Four. We, <laughs> we could. Do, we have so many ideas. I should write these down. We need to write them down. You want to run and get paper? Yeah, and I, I can well. keep our listeners entertained? Here's, here's my... Uh, What's this thing called we're doing? Podcast notebook. <laughs> I need to get one. Um, I have a spare journal I'm not using. There you go. Yeah, I could just use that. Uh, my backpack's at home. What's, I came prepared. I came to the office prepared today. January 20... 26th. Yeah. 2020. Podcast ideas. We're doing this in real time. Yeah, so the first one I've had the longest that a friend of mine provoked was the cooking yeah baking cooking star wars stuff. i found some fun recipes for blue milk i've actually been researching for this one and nice. i found and i found a death star cake that's not that, what you think that sounds like a challenge it is it's a very complicated five layer cake 
Oh my God. We only have an hour. That's true. Wow. We could pre-bake two of the layers and then hilariously mess up the other three. Uh, uh. <laughs> that one would take some structuring. Right. I've I've been looking at recipes, though. I feel like that's going to be a really fun episode. Could also, like, stream that one, too. Or whatever. You know. Streaming. What was the... Oh, clone... Clone philosophy. philosophy. Like, can they have friends? Are they all the same? Shit like that. Souls. Well, we know they don't have... Whoa, do we? Do we, though? Ooh. We'll have to research that, and that'll actually give me some fun homework rewatching the Clone Wars. There we go. All right, I've got that written down. All right, Ian is now prepared. Um, but yeah, the first trailer was really good, like seeing Ahsoka go down to the lower levels of Coruscant. She's running around with some people. Three guesses what level she's probably on. Okay, go. 13-13. That's my only guess. 13-13? Yeah. I mean, what other level is she going to go to? I mean, that's fair. She is a fugitive, basically. How, there are no other levels. There's top level, and there's 13-13. Well, you've got the crazy industrial level, too. like the. That's on the top. Uh, I guess that would be considered top. Yeah. You're the right. Bottom of the top. It yeah, it's really weird how it's positioned in the movie. Um, they don't really show it in the Clone Wars though. Maybe we'll get to see it. And you then, know something that occurred to me: what? Coruscant must have a much deeper atmosphere than Earth does. How if, so? Well, if they can breathe clear up there, they are several miles up in the air. Okay. And they can still breathe, so that may might be artificial, like everything about Coruscant. So you think the platforms of the planet itself are artificial? No, the atmosphere. Oh, just the breathable the air that high above the planet's surface. They may have, probably have something, some space woo woo gadget <laughs> that's pumping air yeah. or something. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm curious to see that. We see the Death Watch on Coruscant. That, oh yeah, that well, hooded figure. One. Just one person. Mandalorian. Yeah, he's kind of just chilling. He's a female, for sure. Female, male. They're all Mandalorians. This is the way. Also, guys, uh, the Mandalorian is coming out this year. Can't wait. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, but yeah, so I'm interested to see Death Watch. You know what I was really curious about, though? I want to know if this is the purge they keep talking about. I wondered about that because we see Darth Maul and Ahsoka in that throne room. Mm -hmm. Again. <laughs> and yeah. everything outside looks like it's wrecked. And so. on fire. Well, okay, so this is cutting to the second trailer for a second, just for a hot second. Everyone pretend that we're done with the first one. Um, do you think that that explosion... That was the dryer. Hi, clothes. Do you think that... Um, the explosion behind all the ships was Mandalore exploding, like the half of it. I don't know. Because we know during the Great Purge that half of it got yeeted into space. So there's just half of Mandalore traveling through space. I don't know. It'll be interesting. That's an interesting hypothesis I've read. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of interesting things. I'm really hoping like they can tie some shit with the Mandalorian together. And just, I seriously doubt any of this will tie into the Mandalorian. I don't know. I just wanted to. I just love the Mandalorian so much. It might set them up to get there, but I doubt they will be able to tie into that because of the time difference. You have the whole empire in between the two. Right. Well. Although the Mandalorian was alive 
back then. He was a child. It's true. And we know that the uh, clone, not the clones, but the droids were still active. The yeah, Confederate of Separate Planets, whatever they call themselves. Confederacy of Independent Systems. Mm. It's just so official when you say it. I love it. Probably because you said the real name. Um, so, yeah, that's just my thought. The first one is mainly like Ahsoka's view. We see the Jedi running around. Obi-Wan seems a little conflicted, too. He's just kind of mopey, probably because his wannabe girlfriend died. And he got to see that. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's one of the things that uh, I want to see how they're going to tie that together. Because when Maul fought Palpatine on Mandalore and he didn't kill him, Obi-Wan Kenobi left. And Death Watch is running around. And the, the Republic would have a lot of interest in Mandalore. So I wonder if they know that Maul is alive or... I don't know. I don't remember that well enough. Yeah, because the last time we see Darth Maul in Clone Wars is when Palpatine says, I have other uses for you. Hmm. And then he's like, ha, 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 and it zooms out. And yeah, that's all I remember about that. Because it's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> what I remember is Maul subjugated Mandalore and then prompted Death Watch. And then I thought he was ousted out of there somehow. Well, he fought because him and Savage Oppress, they uh, they all fought. And then he killed, or Savage, excuse me. Uh, and he kills Savage and all of that. Palpatine kills Savage. Yeah, and then Maul fights him with the Darksaber. And I think that's how Palpatine comes into ownership of the Darksaber for his vaults because he takes it from Maul. I don't remember that. So that would... Uh, that would explain that why that general guy from Mandalore from the Mandalorian has it. Then, well, that doesn't explain how they have it in Rebels. Yeah, where did they get it from Rebels? I don't, I don't know, remember. We see Bo Katan in this trailer, and she was the last one that I had it, as far as I know. Okay, so maybe Palpatine didn't take it. Maybe they stole it from Mandalore. I don't remember. I have to watch the show again. Yeah, Ian and I have a lot of home Star Wars homework. Yeah, damn it. Fuck, we're not going to be prepared at all or enjoy any of it. <laughs> Do you want to have a Clone Wars watch party? Not all of it. That just like That would be fun. Throw a little party. Make little pizzas and put little pepperonis as the Death Star laser. <laughs> that would be cute. Death Star pizza. Um, so that the first one didn't really have a lot of information. Now the second one. Yeah, that's where all the juicy bits come in. It was so juicy. Oh my god. So it opens up on Maul's perspective. Then what were what were your initial thoughts of the site? Since since it's the freshest to you, lay it out for me. Um, well, he's got big plans that fall short, and I guess we get to see more of what the plans are. I'm hoping this actually ties into Solo rather than Mandalorian, so we can see Crimson Dawn form. Oh my god, if they form Crimson Dawn at the end of this season, no, I'm going to lose my shit. And then if we can see Quinlan Voss have an appearance, that would be dope. That would be amazing. Yeah. I, I just like, I like how we get those plays from episode 3 too, where Mace Windu in the hollow chamber is like, I sense a trap to destroy the Jedi. Yeah, they're redoing the scenes. They're redoing some of the scenes. So Soka even quotes Mace Windu from episode two. Yeah, and do you think that we'll get um, an Order sixty six attack on the temple? 
I hope so, because that scene was way too short for what it actually was. Right, because in the games, like if you ever played... Battlefront? Yeah, where he's walking in and he chokes the librarian. I hope we get to see that. I hate her so much. What is her name? <laughs> what? Um, I know you know this. I do know this. Hold on. Shit. I've always just called her ye old bitch. Damn it, I forget. I'll have to look it up. All right, Ian's going to look that up. The archive lady, she's like, if it does not exist in the records, then it does not exist. <laughs> and she thinks she's so smart. You're a glorified librarian. Jocasta New. Jocasta New, yeah, because in the games, she's like, you can't come in the temple. And she gets thrown into a fucking wall, and it's great, and she dies. You know who else hates her? Who? The Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> because she wouldn't let him in the library. So once Order 66 came about and he became an Inquisitor, that's he went straight to that archives and just spent hours in there reading shit. I mean, I would too if I didn't have access to all of the galaxy's knowledge, known knowledge. Not all of it, but yeah. Yeah, that was in the Darth Vader comic, which I recommend if you haven't read. I have not. I need to. I, I read. I'm uh, on YouTube with the comic. What is that channel called? Star it's, Wars Explained? Uh, it's not Star Wars Explained. There's another comic channel where he actually like reads oh. the comics to you. Uh -huh. yeah. I don't know about that one. Uh, I'll, we'll look it up after the episode. It's really cool because there's a Tarkin comic. Like, I didn't know. Oh, God. What, it's like, why did Darth Vader uh, fear Tarkin or whatever? Or well, not really fear him, but like respected him. Because he's smart as shit. Well, not only that, but it's because of something that he did when he came back from the mission. So apparently it's... Palpatine sitting in his fancy chair on Coruscant. Tarkin's in his office, and he has two palace guards. And then Vader just busts in there, chokes the stormtroopers guarding the door. His arm is, like, limp, and he literally is like, we need to talk in private. And Palpatine's not having it. He's just sitting there with his menacing little look. And then the next thing you see is just Vader rear back, and force push ever and the windows explode the guards yeet out and tarkin actually withstands the force push he's just standing there because he's not afraid i'll have to look into that and i was like yo this shit and that's when palpatine makes vader subject to tarkin hmm. and that's how they get assigned to the first death star i have to read that i have to read it oh yeah i'll show you the video it's super cool um but yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka gets reinstated into the temple, it looks like. I don't think so. I think Anakin just gave her the lightsabers. Yeah, which... do you, So I hope they explain how she purifies them from blue to white. Yes, that was something I wondered about. It's like, oh, they're blue. I wonder how she gets the white ones. Well, because the only way to make a white kyber crystal is if you take red kyber crystals that are bleeding and you heal them. And they become oh, white. Oh, maybe she does that in that battle with Maul we don't quite yet see. Maybe she, and she then, takes the kyber yeah. crystals and heals them. And because he doesn't have that lightsaber in uh, in Rebels or Solo, he has that broken Inquisitor's one. Maybe. Bro, did we just, like, crack the code? I think so. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Uh, anyone want to take bets? I'll place money. On All right, how about this? Y'all go to the Facebook page. I'm going to make a poll later on this week. Do you think Ahsoka heals Maul's kyber crystals? And we'll take a poll. And I would like everyone to participate. Even if you don't like Star Wars, you can still participate. It'll be fun. It takes 20 seconds.
click that yay or nay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a theory that I kind of had brewed. I was like, well, where does she get the white ones? And then I remembered, like, how crystals are grown on Ilum. And then they explain, like, the only way to get a white crystal is by healing it. And I was like, oh, that means... Because at first, when I saw that in Rebels, I thought that Ahsoka turned to the dark side. And I was like, well, maybe she healed her own kyber crystals. I think Ahsoka's probably one of the few that's immune to the dark side. Because she's not, like, afraid of it. Okay. She's willing to get up in its face. Like, she's not avoiding it because it needs to be avoided. She's avoiding it because she has no interest in it and doesn't need it. I mean, I think if the Jedi Temple stuck around, Ahsoka would have been the greatest Sentinel of all time. Probably. Oh my god, Sentinels are great. They're my favorite class in the Temple because they're just so neat. And so little is known about them, too. We need a good, like, explanation of what the Sentinels did during Order 66. They got killed by Anakin, by and large, or became Inquisitors. That's a good point. That's where all the Inquisitors would have come from, because they're on planetary systems, like, guarding whole systems. Yeah, that's part of how he was able to get in there. More also, or less with ease. Also, the Sentinels became kind of lazy because their whole job, they have one job, literally meditate in your sector and see if you sense the dark side. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all you got to do, bro. And <laughs> that has been masked by anyway. So. Yeah, so I can't blame them too hard, I guess. But yeah, we see Maul about to fight Ahsoka. So that's going to be an, a, a really good fight. We see Death Watch mobilizing. It looks like they were on Coruscant in the lower levels, like... It did look like that. More of them, like, flying around. So I'm wondering if they're gathering information or if Maul is, like, planning an attack on Coruscant from Mandalore. Because aren't they, like, next-door neighbors, almost? I do not remember where Mandalore is. I think I think it, it's in the Inner Rim, and it's... Uh, the Inner Rim. The Inner Circle. It's a core planet. And I think it's literally right next to um, Coruscant. Because... The ship ride isn't that far. Unless I'm thinking of Mandalore and its moon. Because we have to remember, Maul isn't actually on Mandalore. He's on the moon. On his little moon palace base. Alright, we're looking at star maps. This is not... That's the Mandalorian sector. Oh, this is Legends. Yeah. Uh, we need a cannon. And a map that's big enough. Uh, oh, here we go. Let's see. Ooh, the hyperspace lanes. Okay. So Coruscant is around here by the bulge. So Coruscant is... Here. Okay. Right. So More or less. Mandalore center. should be somewhere in the inner circle. Unless it's... It's in... way out here. Oh. Well, that theory was wrong. I was confusing the moon of Mandalore with the Mandalorian planet. Uh, I bet the moon's pretty close to the planet. Well, of course, because uh, that's where all their shit is done. Like, none of them are really... We never really see the terrain of Mandalore at all. These hyperspace lanes, though. I'm really digging this. Yeah. Um, but the second trailer, I mean, I really liked it. We it, we get into some more of that philosophical clone shit, too. Yeah. W was that Rex talking or Cody? Rex. Yeah, so Rex is, like, contemplating the clone's existence. And the line that gave me chills was, like, clones have mixed feelings on the war because without it, 
we wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. And like, if you step back and think about that, when your whole existence is pinned on the suffering of literally the entire galaxy. Yeah, what a weight that must be. How do you live with that? Like, oh, I hope we go into more like, like you said, clone emotions and things like that. Because they have emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's pretty much all I got out of the second uh, trailer, really. That uh, was actually more than I got out of it once I started talking about it. Yeah. I, the sabers, I didn't. I, I wondered about it, but didn't speculate on it until I started saying well, stuff out loud. Well, you know me. I sit there for hours and just draw on my walls, and I'm like, Star <laughs> Wars. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to repaint my bedroom wall. That's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, no, that's all I got from that episode, mm-hmm. uh, or that trailer, excuse me. Uh, I'm rewatching Clone Wars. I'm re- I just got past the... Uh, Father, son, and daughter. Mm. Bullshit. Yeah, I don't think I like those characters. I, I like what they represent, but I don't like that they well, represent it. Yeah, why do they represent Ashla and Bogan? Like, I don't get it, because those entities... Literally, if you kill them, the Force doesn't exist. Yeah, that's garbage. Yeah, garbage family. Then they can, they can die, and they turn into bats and hippogriffs and shit, and you're like, okay, Star Wars, calm down. I did like Anakin's vision, though. Yeah, and then the father took it away. All That this, was horrible. What a dick. All right, all this shit could have been prevented. Like, literally. Like, hey, guys, I'm going to turn into a murderous cyborg. Oh, also, I know who the Emperor is. Kill, kill, kill. Stab, stab, stab. And the Republic is cool. No, I'm going to take your memories away. Oh, well. What are you going to do, right? Sorry, I was vaping. Ugh. Need that nicotine. Was there anything else from the trailer that you pulled out? No. Yeah, they were really short, but there's a lot in there. We didn't really have time to like make notes on them either. This was kind of a flyby idea because we were going to watch a documentary. And then I was like, oh shit, I worked this week. Yeah, I forgot um, to find one too. Wah, wah. I have a good one we could watch. Nice. Um, it's on Netflix. Do you, are, how do you feel about true crime documentaries? I've never watched any of those. So there's a Netflix series called... Um, a series? It's a three-part documentary. Oh, okay. Uh, it's called... Uh, World War II in color? No. That one's pretty good. Ooh, don't, don't murder cats or something like that. So basically, it fall, remember in the uh 2008 2009 somewhere around there this these videos kept popping up all over the web of this guy murdering cats i do not remember that fortunately well well, people like got really pissed and then he like escalates to killing a person and sending the video online oh my god and then he runs from the police for like a year and hides out in france and it's just like this this pursuit of like how internet culture and how internet groups actually brought him to justice oh okay that could be neat it's really good i think you'll like i saw it all uh they don't show any of the torture videos or anything like that good so that's good like we're safe from that because i wouldn't watch it if they did yeah no way um but it's like don't fuck with cats or something like that i'll show you when we get done recording i think you'll really like it 
We're going to take a short break because I have to go to the bathroom. And then when we get back, Ian's special thing that he has planned. Bye. For now. I thought you had to go to the bathroom. Oh, fuck. You're right. You know what? I'll hold it. Well, this segment's going to be, well, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes. So, I'm good. All right. And we're back. Hi, gang. Hi, gang, gang. We got Mountain Dew. We've got vapes. Ian has... Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. That's right. All right. So, Ian, let's tell everybody what we're excited about. Something I talked about with a friend of mine recently that I've actually wondered from time to time. What does it mean to you to know somebody? Like, know in the sense of, like, yes. lovingly? But, yeah. or to know them. like To invest in their life. Yes, and to say with confidence, I know so-and-so oh. well, or I know them very So, well. like, you know a friend. Yes. Okay, okay. a friend, a lover, a sibling. Okay, okay. A uh, cat. I know Boss and Jubilee pretty well. I know that they don't like we do this podcast. They don't mind. She's asleep over there, chilling. Well, Boss, I never see anymore. She's hiding because I put some medicine in her ear. Oh, my poor baby. Um... Okay, so what does it mean to me? Okay. Um, well, I guess it would... Well, do you want, like... Are we talking... For, I, I have a couple of categories. Okay, good. So, so, I'm going to take notes as you write these things, to, or mention these things, so I can sure. better ask my question. Sure, absolutely. Um, so I think for me... I hope you are answering this question, too. Yeah. Okay. I, I think for me, to... To know somebody, um, you have to invest in their life. And what I mean by invest, like, learn their hobbies, see what their interests are, um, actually build a foundation of, like, a relationship with this person. Okay, but what, what is the foundation in a relationship? Okay, so I think the foundation looks differently. There's boss. And if a boss, kitty, you knew I missed you. Come here, baby. Um, okay, so the foundation could be different, uh, in different circumstances, I think. Sure. So, so, like, um, as you know, <coughs> Johnny and I are incredibly great friends. Hmm. I would argue he's my best friend. And had we met each other 10 years ago, we would never have talked to one another because we're just so different. Um, the foundation that we have for our relationship is that, um, you know, we both uh, believe in our faith in God and we have a very strong connection in that. And that's the thing that ties us together, that no matter what our differences are, we're the same. And I'm going to go into my beliefs a little bit, so I hope you yes. don't mind. Um, that's part of it. Cool. So I think that for me, in that relationship specifically, or any of my other friends who are in my church, yeah, we're all different and weird as shit, but like we all have this common bond in Christ to where we, um, we meld, and we can look past each other's differences in love, you know, through God. And that's what I firmly believe. And again... I'm not trying to make a religious statement, guys. I'm just saying what I believe. Y'all can believe whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> um, I think for, like, our friendship, you know, it started 
with us talking about Star Wars. And then eventually we started talking about, you know, each other's lives. And I have grown very fond of you as a friend. And you're a really cool dude. And I think that our relationship is built on like, uh, you know, a mutual respect and trust for one another. And I really appreciate you. So I think that in, in encumbering all those feelings towards people as well. And I know that feelings aren't the best thing to build relationships on, but I think it also depends on the context, in my opinion. I think everything always depends on the context. Right. From a certain point of view. Um, yeah, exactly. That's right. what we're discussing. Oh, of course. And I think that I think that that's honestly where I derive most of my relationships. It's like, do I trust you? Do I feel like you're loyal? Do I feel like you... That I could depend upon you if I called you and said, Hey, I'm, I'm really like, you know, fucked up. And I need your advice about something. Do I value your counsel? Because I don't value everybody's counsel who I interact with, you know. I have I have my good group of friends, which you and, you know, the church group, Michael, shit like that. But then I have other people. It's like, oh, we're acquaintances. I met you one time. We don't – we see each other. We're polite to each other, but we don't really invest time. So I think it's all about investing time and having a mutual respect for one another – and actually building that foundation of trust is what I would leave that on. Nice. Sure. Okay. Oh, boss. I just love you because you're you. <laughs> so that's another thing I came up with when I was pondering that question. It's, uh, I broke it down into like a mathematical equation. Oh, God, I hate math. Well, I mean, it'll be simple. I'm not going to crunch numbers. <laughs> But it's like, how well you know someone is how accurately you can solve this equation, right? Okay. It's like, this person has their equation. And when you add certain variables, the better you know this person or their equation, the better you can predict the outcome, Mm. be it positive or negative. It's like, I know someone well enough to know, know, yeah, they'll like this, or no, they won't like that. Right. And then as you get to know them a little more, you can say, I know they will like this a lot, or I know they will like this a little. Okay. And then as you get farther into that, you say, I know they will like this a lot because of this reason, or these reasons. Hmm. It makes sense. Um, I guess my question to counteract that, or like challenge that, yes, please. is like, what do you do um, when you run into like an area okay how do i how do i word this give me just like two seconds sure so let's say let's say like it's a hard pass issue Mm. and let's say in the beginning it was okay when you two did this thing or discussed this thing or this thing made this person happy and then like they don't continue in that anymore or their views have changed but yours have stayed the same so like sure i guess in that sense do you then break off that relationship? No. Are you like, okay. No, not for something like that. I mean, if whatever that view is, is so fundamental, neither of you can get over it, then yeah. It, for sure. For sure. And that might be sad, but if that's how your guy's life is going, then it would be counterproductive to remain friendly 
when your beliefs conflict, your beliefs conflict. I agree. To the point where you can't get along with each other. Okay, that that makes more sense. I guess like and that'll happen. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think comfortability everyone our our culture is so obsessed with this idea of comfort being like as to not offend. Yeah. Whereas I see confrontation sometimes as comforting because then I even learn more about somebody. Yeah. And there's a certain level of honesty that you just don't get if people are pussyfooting around feelings. Right. It's like, oh, you're you're great, man. You shoot up heroin if you want to. Like it's well, cool. That's <laughs> totally different. That's no I mean, enabler. Like, well no, like for for someone like me, like let's say I I and a friend, and then I see my friend doing something destructive, but I want them to be comfortable. I don't want to mm. rock the boat. At a point, it's kind of like that. It's like, what are you going to do? If you truly respect this person and or love this person and or in this relationship with this person, be friend, uh, sexual, whatever, what is the more loving thing to do? Are you going to create tension in order for the benefit of that person? Or are you going to, like you said, pussyfoot around and be like, hey, you, you know what? That's, that's cool, man. You just keep doing that. Yeah. And that's kind of a different uh, topic than I was envisioning when I asked this question. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's good. It's good. Because <laughs> oh, that's okay. where you went with it. And that's what I was wondering. Because everyone's going to go a different way. Oh, for sure. But, like, I was... An example I have, without going into specifics, sure, is that I said something to a friend of mine once that truly upset them, and I knew it would, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I know this person and respect them well enough not to alter details for their benefit, because, or for my their perceived benefit. Okay. Because I don't think changing the facts to make someone more comfortable is a benefit. Yeah. I mean, there are certain ways of delivering unpleasant news. Of course. But had I not said this thing, it would have more or less been dishonest. Mm-hmm. And it upset them, as I knew it would. But I also knew that they would be upfront with me about that, which they were. Okay. And they were mad about it for a day or so and got over it. Right. More or less. And so we're, I think, better off. Oh, see, and that's my kind of my example of what I brought up with like creating that tension because Mm -hmm. sometimes tension is good. And I'm so tired of our, our culture, you know, in America, especially where it's like, you can't offend. Well, why not? Yeah. I mean, if you don't, you'll never really know what the boundaries are and you're not, you shouldn't go like pushing boundaries, but it's good to know where they are. What we shouldn't, what we shouldn't do is create these bubble boundaries is what I call them. It's like, I'm going to touch it, and uh, and someone says, no, you can't do that. Well, first of all, I can say whatever. Should I? No. But <laughs> I can. And if something hurts you, please tell me. But don't be a dick about it. Like, yeah. hey, man, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Like, I'll apologize. I think that if more people are sincere in the delivery and their apology of these things, rather than getting on a megaphone and being like, they hurt my feelings. It's hate speech or whatever the, yeah. the subject may be. Let's drop the hate speech thing. Let Can it just be speech and we have a discussion so we can establish stronger boundaries? 
Yeah, and maybe why a certain comment was said and why it's not okay for someone right. to say that to someone else. And like, it, people are so worried about not offending anyone. If they get offended, they don't want to offend the offender by saying, hey, that offended me. And then you just don't know and you keep treating this person badly. And right. then that gives this other person fuel to play the victim card and say they were abused because you kept making these comments that made them uncomfortable or when, whatever. When there's actual abuse out there. Yeah. Like, when there's genuine... I think that... And I'm again, I'm not stepping on anybody's toes. This is just my opinion. Take it or leave it. You listen to our shows. I'm assuming you care about it. Um, our culture has this innate ability to lift up people who claim to be victims and put them on a pedestal where their ideals cannot be challenged without it looking like you are an aggressor. Yeah. Wow. That is the most articulate thing I think I've ever said on this podcast. Good job. And um, I'm not trying to belittle anybody. Right. Either. Cause sometimes you are in a situation where people are deliberately being cruel or saying things. That and that's when you should step you, in. But yeah. I'm only saying, People are sometimes too worried to even bring it up and then causing the problems to escalate by not mentioning it. Right. Rather than people that are being verbally assaulted aren't victims. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. And again, we think abuse is terrible and we do not condone, you know, hurtful things that are said. What we don't condone also, though, is not getting over those things, allowing those things to make you stronger so you can set concrete boundaries yes one uh, another thing i never can't honestly say i ever understood why people get so upset about some of these things because a bunch of my friends and i will give each other shit all the time like one of my best friends insults me almost on a daily basis and it's so endearing and i love it i mean you've seen how johnny and i relate yeah literally punch each other if johnny doesn't either hit me or just stare at me and go like what like, I'm like, oh, no, did I make him angry? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just how we relate. And Alex, don't even get me started on Alex. <laughs> Alex and I have been friends for 20-plus years. That's awesome. We, we we can just look at each other and already offend each other. Yeah. It's great. But but that's that connection. That, that took years of establishing boundaries. And, yeah, we hurt each other a lot. But you know what's great about that? Our friendship has lasted for 20 years because we dared to press those boundaries with each other and actually establish a healthy relationship with these concrete boundaries that we will not cross with one another. Yeah, and that's the best case scenario. I have been in a situation where it was a girl and I con consistently pushed each other's boundaries mm -hmm. and just would not stop and we treated each other like shit for years on and off and over and over and over. And that was bad. Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're okay now. She's married to someone else, luckily for her. And we talk sometimes and we're friendly. But what are you talking about? You're great. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> of course. I was not great to her. Well, obviously not. No, because you're, you're going to meet the one, Ian. <laughs> but, but yeah, guys. It can go both ways. It, it can, dude. And I'm just... I mean, you can insult people without malicious intent, right? which I do with my friends. Right. And you can insult someone with extremely malicious intent, as I did like, with I'm, that girl. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to share something really personal, because I think this will put it a little bit into perspective for our listeners. Yes, hold me. This is really hard. Um, 
my friends know there is one topic that I get incredibly irately angry over. This and, will be something new to me, I think. And um, it's my grandmother. I will joke about everything else under the sun, but I will not joke about my grandma mm. because I love that woman more than air. And she is very special to me. And she is, like, very sick. And she's not going to be around much longer. Oh, my God, guys, I'm sorry. I didn't expect to get emotional. Um, and people have used that before against me. And that what the hell? is an unhealthy... These people I no longer talk to. Okay, good. Um, that is a deal breaker for me. And I think that shows a lack of respect... And I think it shows a lack of respect of the boundary itself. Whereas yeah. the people I know today and I love today, they would never say anything like that to me. Yeah, exactly. And they, they respect that boundary. Now, if I make a joke about something and it entails either a family member or a grandma or whatever, you know, then I've opened the door and I can't sure. get mad if they say something, but then I, if it goes too far, I'm like, hey, guys, okay, I, I know I opened the door, but let's back off. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's how I would define that, for sure. And I agree with you completely. I think there's an unhealthy way and a healthy way of doing that. Nice. Are we a mental health podcast? Now? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, this is not mental health. This is philosophical opinions Ooh. and interpretations of a concept. Bro. We could have named our podcast interpretations of a concept. It's not too late. It's that really, would be so much a better name. It, it is so not too late. Okay, guys, I, bear with us. New year, new podcast. Right. Interpretations of a because it fits the Star Wars theme. It does. Oh my god, it does. And it also, guys, did we just have a revelation? Yeah, we did. Oh my god, you're the rat. <laughs> I'm a rat. Um, we're going to look at logo shit and we're going to revamp right after we're done recording. So you may see a new Facebook page. Don't be alarmed. And if you're it's listening, the same to, Facebook page. It'll be the same Facebook page, but with different stuff on it. Um, wow, that's really cool. Did you write that down? I am writing it down. Oh now. my God, you beautiful bitch. This was a great time. I yeah, really enjoyed talking about that too. And I think I have a couple more things to add on it once. Oh, sure. Go ahead, because we're we're getting close to the time, so we should... Yeah, go ahead. Okay, one friend of mine is extraordinarily good at nailing down how and why a person behaves a certain way. To the point, she freaked me out. She knows me extremely well, mm -hmm. but not for very long. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I bet in, in like elementary school, you were the funny kid that all the girls laughed at, but never took seriously and called cute, and the teacher handled like a certain way and kept you separate from all the other kids. It's like, holy shit, how did you know that? I know we know each other really well, but that's exactly what happened to me in elementary school. The teacher would move my desk away from all the other kids and put it next to their desk because I kept annoying everybody, I guess. And she like totally knew that. Are you suggesting we bring this person on? I want her to do me. I want her to sift through my emotional That would be trauma. funny. I'll pitch it, but I don't know. You should pitch. And then my sister is also really good at that, like reading body language, which I'm terrible at, which is why I never know when someone's interested in me. Like romantically, I my sister yeah. is so good at that. I don't pick up on social cues that normal people have. Like the other yeah. day, Johnny and I were at Starbucks and we were talking to somebody and I 
she brought up Star Wars and I accidentally exploded on her <laughs> and she just was not interested and she kept looking at Johnny and Johnny when she left finally was like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, what? She was like, you made her uncomfortable. And I was like, how? I'm sorry. I was just planning Star Wars. It's what it's my part-time job. <laughs> I don't do that. I just don't notice. Uh, like body highs ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird to me. It's just something I never grasped. My sister would always do that when we'd go out places. We'd come home, and then she'd be like, remember that girl from hours ago? And I was like, yeah, why? She's like, well, she thought you were cute. It's like, how did you know that? And why and didn't you say anything? Yeah, in the moment, when it could have mattered. Oh, God, that's great. Yeah. I know, it's really funny. We should have your sister on. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. I want her to also identify me. <laughs> this will be fun. All right, guys. So we, we got anything else? Any no, other? that's what... Those are the talk, uh, mentionable points. Mentionable points? I got a couple of things before we close down. Um, and then... So guys, Yakety Yak was created and an idea that was started in a once happy part of my life. So maybe this revamp is good also. Uh, now it can be mine and Ian's, and we can fully take it without the scorn of anything that may or may not have happened. Nice. Uh, yeah. Listen to the teaser. You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, Facebook page. Again, guys, if you haven't joined it, please join us. I'm going to put the poll up later this week, or Ian will do it because I'm lazy. You know, whatever. He has admin powers. He can do that, too. Um, shit, Ian, is there anything else we need to tell our, our peoples? No. Oh, okay. Uh, guys, we're canceling the logo that I had designed because that was a certain individual's friend. And uh, they haven't sent... Oh, I didn't know that. They haven't sent me the designs either. And they were supposed to have them to me by the 15th. Don't worry. I know a guy. Cool. And with this, it'll be even better. It will. Uh, he also likes Star Wars. Oh, so. my God. And he's like professional graphic artist. He designed my... Uh, my Jolly Roger here. <gasps> that is beautiful. I did the wallpaper bit, but he designed the skull. Yeah. I love I love it. I love everything about it. Let's get back up here. Okay. Well, guys, like again, go on Facebook, go on iTunes or Spotify. Spotify, I don't think you can vote, but iTunes, please give us five stars, comment. We have a comment. We have a comment on iTunes. Oh, really? From the old yak or the first yak or something like that. It's like, you guys rock. Oh, shit. Keep I'm doing what you're doing. sorry that you picked your name for us and we just changed ours. Yeah, I'm terribly sorry, old yak. You know, we can still refer to our friends as yaks. Yaks are wise. They consider things. <laughs> so, yeah, yaks consider things. That should be the name of the episode. All right, guys. Nice. I, yeah. Oh, my God. We are just doing so much better at this, I think. I feel. I hope. We would know if someone would comment. Thank you, the old yak or whatever your name was on iTunes. We love you. Even though I can't remember your name right now. You're awesome. Um, again, guys, we really appreciate you all listening. Uh, we enjoy doing this every week. We're going to do it for 50, 50 more weeks, and it's going to be great. Is that it? Yeah, it's already been two weeks into, uh, into 2020. Why? Do you only want to do this this year? Well, no. We're going to do more weeks. Okay. But like You sounded like you had a hard stop. We're gonna we're gonna only do it for fifty weeks. No, I love this. I love doing this with you. All right, Ian, sign us off. Freaking bye.